Welcome, and thank you for joining me for another guided episode of Investing in Vitality. This is how many of the meditations I listen to on YouTube begin. Their soft, lilting tones send the signal to my brain that it's time to quiet down the jumbled mess of my thoughts, my monkey brain. That's a term derived from Buddhist teachings that refers to the uncontrolled and restless nature of the human mind. Just as a monkey swings from branch to branch, our mind jumps from thought to thought, constantly in motion, rarely at peace. If left unchecked, this nonstop chatter can result in overwhelming anxiety, stress, and other debilitating health conditions. So, before we get into our session, take a deep breath, settle into a comfortable seat, and get ready as we explore the heart of our minds together. Welcome to Investing in Vitality, a Well Stylist Lab podcast. Explore the latest wellness trends, challenge the status quo, uncover opportunities that support self-transformation, and bring your true essence to the world, be it at home, work, or within our communities. So let's open our minds ask what if, and take positive actions that invest in our vitality together. Stress creeps into our daily routines under the guise of responsibility, ambition, passion. It secretively blends into the shadows of our consciousness like a ninja silently disrupting our inner peace. Stress is a persistent intruder in our mental space, an unpleasant guest that often overstays its welcome, kicking our fight-or-flight system into gear. In physiological response, our sympathetic nervous system increases our heart rate, slows our digestion, and floods our body with hormones like adrenaline. To get ourselves back in balance, we need techniques that create inner peace and stimulate our parasympathetic nervous system. This rest and digest system slows our heart rate, decreases our blood pressure, and supports restorative processes such as digestion, salivation, and even tear production. In my opinion, this is the system that has a hard time coming back online when you're under chronic stress and don't take time to recover. Over the past few decades, mainstream popularity of meditation, mindfulness, intentional breathing, and yoga has grown in the United States. With their roots in Eastern spiritual practices, these natural methods are some of the ways you can tap into your system and restore the balance between your body, mind, and spirit. The casual observer may not understand the variations and intricacies of these practices. While each have their unique strengths, their benefits and effectiveness in regulating mood and improving cognitive ability can vary greatly from individual to individual. I know that when I first started to learn about yoga, I wrongly assumed that Hatha yoga was the only form. After experimenting with a few, I decided mainly to practice yin yoga, which is slower, deeper, and more meditative than other forms. Because it worked best for me. Over the past two years, I have also become more knowledgeable about the different types of breathing techniques and how mindfulness can be applied to everything from eating to walking. Well, Silas Lab has opened me up to these possibilities and more. I have attended many retreats and events where I have been able to try some of them out for myself and personally see and feel their effects. Now, I am trying to incorporate some of these into my daily routines, but I know I'm still only at the tip of the iceberg a newbie in comparison to others in my community. Justin Bordeaux, aka Ghost, is one of our Vitality Exchange Collective coaches for our new Conscious Leader Wellness Program. He and I recently talked about meditation and how he views the best methods and times to meditate. Meditation is about getting to a meditative state of mind, of being in a higher consciousness at all times. I got into meditation I was in my early 30s, I was in California, 
major investment into a corporation. I lost so much. Well, I'm not going to say that correction. I paid a very expensive lesson on my life and my journey and my choices. So I then at that moment disappeared for months, six, nine months. And I went to a temple and I'm like, I'm going to figure out some answers here. And for me, clarity is not something you find. It's something you accept. So I learned to accept a lot of things about myself, that hard truth. I learned to accept a lot of things that I couldn't control. And then so things became much more clear. I don't meditate when I stress and no one really should because then you're going to be fighting all of your body, your emotions, your thoughts. You're going to be just sitting there. That's not the time to do that. So in the morning, I'll do a intentful meditation. This comes with the sound baths. This comes with the, the guided meditations. It's all about the language and the intention you set for the day. So I can wake up and say, hey, you know what? Do I have a lot of stuff to do? Yes. But who am I today? You need to root yourself. So you want to make sure that, hey, I am this person. I am limitless. Even if something bad happens today, I am capable of overcoming it. And then in the middle of the day, when I need kind of like a power nap kind of deal, I go and do a transcendental meditation. No thoughts. And so the no thoughts is, that's kind of a fine line. You'll have thoughts, but you don't want to fight your thoughts. You want to constantly come back to yourself where you're at now. Take deep breaths. And there's science rooted in that as well. And then the transcendental is just escaping for 15 minutes. You're not trying to solve any problems. You're not trying to have any thoughts. The thoughts will come but let them come and go. Don't fight them. And then at the end of the day, I'll do gratitude journals. Just what am I thankful for? What did I learn today? What can I be okay with? Because we have a problem in the society today where we're overstacking the deck. We're constantly go, 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 go. Versus my goal next year is to do less. This is one reason why at the end of the evening, people suffer from burnout is because they don't feel like they did enough through the day. They don't feel accomplished because we have that mindset that we have to constantly accomplish something. We need to find ways that we can be fulfilled from something we did that day. And now a message from our sponsor. Do you need more balance, calm, and joy in your life? Radiate Wellness supports women on their journey through perimenopause and menopause. During this time of life, women are often faced with weight gain, brain fog, hot flashes, low libido, anxiety, and sleep disturbances. All of these things affect how women look and feel. With community support, education, and clean, affordable products, we help women thrive through perimenopause and menopause. Our transdermal bioidentical hormone and nutrient supplements are physician-formulated and free of harmful ingredients to help women balance the hormone fluctuations that are the root of these unwanted symptoms. Radiate Wellness is here to support you, and you can look and feel your best during midlife and beyond. The global meditation industry was $6.6 billion in 2023 and growing at a compound annual growth rate of more than 21%, according to the business research company's market report. In addition to individual health and wellness coaches like Ghost, there are quasi-celebrities like Deepak Chopra and Dr. Joe Dispenza supporting this double-digit growth by raising awareness and amassing significant followers through their institutions. Their wellness retreats are attended by thousands of people each year around the world. Some participants have become involved in more intensive studies on the health impacts of meditation and mindfulness. Recently, Dr. Joe published a paper on meditation's influence on immunity in light of COVID. Listen to John Buchanan describe the research and testing that Dr. Joe does with his retreat attendees. 
Dr. Joe, he's all science-based. He has Faraday cages in the room to measure the electric magnetic field. He draws blood and swaps and stool samples. I mean, he did everything before the event and after the event and looked at the biomarkers of 850 people. It was one of the largest scientific studies on meditation ever in the world. And he's got the University of San Diego doing the analysis, doing the blood work. And so every time you go to an event, you're looking at the quantum physics of, of everything, and he's measuring the, the heart. They're putting EEG connections on the brain, and he's measuring certain people. And you can literally see people's heart and brain coherence. So if you're listening to classical music in your heart, but your brain is going, what about this? What about that? You're listening to heavy metal rock and roll. Those two are not coherent. They're not in sync with one another. So how can your body, all the trillions of cells in your body possibly correlate and function in a proper manner when you've got two sets of frequencies going in this chaotic uh, realm. So it's a, he's got a ton of science work. If anybody looks up his, his work, um, there's a ton of science behind it. Now, to be clear, scientists have questioned the validity of scientific research conducted at these types of events by Dr. Joe and others in the New Age community. In particular, research being done without peer reviews may be overstating the health benefits of these techniques and can be capitalizing and monetizing on our anxiety. Others have raised concern with intertwining science and spirituality and with cultural misappropriation of sacred practices. Recently, the Pew Research Center published survey data on spirituality in America. It breaks down whether people engage in these types of activities like meditation and yoga for health reasons or as a spiritual practice. The term spiritual fitness has been loosely used as more Americans are turning from religion to communities built around these practices, fostering self-discovery, self-improvement, and a deeper understanding of the universe and our place within it. Of course, these criticisms do not negate preliminary findings in neuroscience that are paving the way for innovative therapeutic interventions. This research has shed light on the neuroplasticity of the brain, its capacity to reorganize and adapt in response to experiences. Practices such as mindfulness meditation have been found to stimulate neurogenesis, the growth of new neurons, and strengthen the neural pathways involved in attention and emotional regulation. Neuroimaging and biofeedback studies have also provided tangible evidence of structural changes in the brain, particularly in the prefrontal cortex. This is the area of the brain that's associated with executive functions like decision-making, attention, self-awareness. Regular practitioners of meditation often exhibit enhanced thickness in this area, suggesting improved cognitive abilities. An emerging treatment for dementia is kundalini yoga, and that's a comprehensive practice of movement, breathing, meditation, and chanting. A study by UCLA Health found that kundalini yoga can support brain health in aging women and lower the risk of Alzheimer's disease. Other studies suggest that practicing 12 to 30 minutes a day may improve memory, attention, and mood. What I find fascinating about all of this is the interactions between the energy in the body, brain frequency, and sound. Let me explain. This form of yoga emphasizes the activation of kundalini energy, a form of life force or prana located at the base of the spine. The awakening of this energy is believed to stimulate the energy centers or chakras in the body, leading to a heightened state of consciousness and altering brain frequencies to those experienced during our deepest dreamless stage of sleep, which is the time when our body restores and repairs cells. Sound is believed to have a profound impact on this process as vibrational frequencies of mantras and chants 
may shift brainwave patterns with the frequency of an external stimuli such as sound. That is why music and specific frequencies play a pivotal role in enhancing the meditative experience. Not only do they create a soothing, immersive ambiance, but they can potentially influence brainwave activities, promoting deeper relaxation and mental clarity. Simple actions like sighing and humming can also be powerful tools to regulate breathing patterns and to stimulate the vagus nerve in our parasympathetic nervous system. These are some of the reasons why sound therapy is increasingly being recognized and utilized in the field of complementary and alternative medicines for stress reduction, relaxation, pain management, and improved mental clarity. Biofeedback techniques, which involve using visual and auditory feedback to gain control over bodily functions, can help improve conditions like high blood pressure, tension, headaches, migraines, chronic pain. Typically, practicing biofeedback requires specialized equipment and is usually performed under the guidance of a trained healthcare professional. But as more and more technology comes on the market, we are seeing some biofeedback monitors that are being marketed to consumers like the Muse EEG headband and its related subscription of meditations and sound baths. Its app monitors your biometrics while you meditate to help you improve your technique and also while you sleep to help hopefully better manage your health and well-being. I think this is an interesting field of study that will continue to evolve in the future, understanding the larger connection of science and spirituality to brain health. More empirical research is needed to substantiate assertions and to bridge that gap between ancient wisdom and modern science, but anecdotal evidence and preliminary studies seem promising. Next week's bonus episode will be a clip from my conversation with Ghost, and the following week will be our final episode of Season 1 on Ego and Transformation. Until then, try out some new breathing and meditation techniques. It may open the door for you to a whole new world. Check out the Vitality Exchange Collective's new Conscious Leader Wellness Program. This seven-month program, starting in early 2024, helps leaders explore a new definition of success, one that incorporates wellness and daily decisions of embracing joy in our everyday lives at home and at work. Do you have a wellness trend worth investing in? I'd love to hear your feedback, trend research, and ideas through our Investing in Vitality trend hotline, which is found on our show page at mtsjax.fm. Or join our community for free by visiting community.wellstyluslab.com. You'll be able to access more resources, watch in-depth interviews, and find member support on your vitality journey. Thank you for listening and for investing your time with me. A special thanks to our season one sponsor, Radiate Wellness Products. And thanks to our members, community partners, and the team at Mixed Theory Studios for supporting the production of this podcast and its sister series, Vitality Exchange Boosts and Conversations. This podcast is meant for education and trend awareness purposes only. I share topics, research, and discussions that are opinion-based and do not constitute professional health, wellness, or investment advice. Please seek professional services and consult your primary physician or other healthcare providers before making adjustments to your health and wellness regimen.